Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Kirsty Krause, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. Hi, listeners, and welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Uh, uh, today on the show, we welcome super talented singer songwriter Kelly Jean. We'll um, tell with Kelly about her career, music, and 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 anything she's working on that uh, she can talk about. Um, this is going to be fun, y'all. And 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 I was just uh, telling Kelly off air that that uh, that it feels like I I have not did, I have not done an interview in about a month. It feels like um, even though it's only been about about uh, a two weeks or so. It's just crazy that it 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 uh it uh feels longer than it um than it it uh actually has been. So that being said, I'm going to stop rambling and and let's go ahead and welcome the uh, super talented, but just incredibly sweet Miss uh, uh, Kelly Jean to the show. Hey Kelly, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, thank you again for doing this. Oh my gosh! Yeah, of course. I love talking to people, so I'm super excited to talk to you today. So, uh, uh, I kind of, I kind of want to uh, start off uh, uh, um, what I pretty much start off every interview. Um, just tell us a little bit about uh, how you got into uh, the music business in the first place. Yeah, so I started singing when I was super young. My mom was a music teacher. Um, I grew up in a military family, so I was born in Italy. We moved around a lot, Texas, New York, Maryland, all those fun places. And uh, the only thing that was really constant in my life was music. And um, everyone in my – I have two sisters and a brother – and they are totally tone deaf along with my father. So it's really funny because, like, my mom and I, that's how we bonded was over music. She would be sitting at the piano and I would just be singing. And um, so that's how it really started. Like, I just, the one constant in my life was music. So wherever I went, I was always singing. So I was going to the University of Pittsburgh, and that's how I ended up at Pitt. And I met um, some awesome people, some talented people. We formed a band together, and I came down to Nashville. I was very fortunate that I met Leslie Fram from CMT, who is such a huge advocate for women in music um, and just everyone in music, especially artists who aren't signed to a major label. She's such an advocate, such a helper, um, and so sweet. She invited me into the artist mentorship program at CMT. So I moved down to Nashville, and I moved down with my band, (laughs) and now I'm in Nashville just writing some songs, singing, and trying to do the whole music thing the best that I can. Uh, that is awesome. And 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 I love what you said about uh, about uh, Leslie Fram. I have not seen a single person as dedicated to uh, helping up-and-coming talent as that woman. Yeah, and I mean, she is one of the nicest people I've ever met, and not only does she talk about it, she actually puts everything into action. There are, like, Change the Conversation is an organization that she runs, um, helps run. There's two other 
I'm sure people who are on the organization. And it just there's a different topic all the time, just trying to really help underrepresented underrepresented art artists in the industry and like try to help all of us and just lift each other up. So she's just one of the best people out there and I mean, she just like I know her, but she doesn't really know me. So, like personally, right. personally like I'm that, she's that. probably like, oh yeah. But she's she's yeah. honestly, she's just so awesome, and it's so nice to just feel like you have an advocate when um when when everyone knows that this music business is so tough sometimes. Absolutely, it is, and and I'm just putting this out there. Uh, uh, uh Leslie Fram would be an absolute dream guest for this podcast. I mean, <laughs> I, I'd probably yeah. I'd probably freak out. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah, I would freak out with you. I would that would be awesome. Like she is she's amazing. And and speaking of CMT, I have a a a, a very very dear friend that works at CMT uh that that I got to uh Actually, meeting in person a couple of years ago, uh, uh, Katie Cook is like, along with Leslie, Katie is like the absolute sweetest person in this world. Oh, that's awesome. I remember walking into the CMT building the first time that I was like, had one of the mentorship programs, I was able to go into there, and I was honestly just so. I tried to stay as cool as possible, like, so nobody knew exactly how absolutely thrilled and excited I was because I didn't want to be that girl, but I wasn't inside that girl. I was internally freaking out. I was so excited. I couldn't believe that I actually was in that building and seeing all these cool places and things and being places where, like, some of the artists that I look up to, like, have been, and even some of the artists that I look up to and, um, like listen to their music were in the same room as me like uh Lena Stone she was there and like there was a ton of other people there and I was able to meet um Brittany Monroe who is a friend of mine and we wrote a song together and it's one of my favorite songs and it's gonna be the next song that I released here at the end of April and it's called This Crazy and I was able to meet her and that was why this song was written we um we met in this program and it's just awesome being able to connect with other artists and I was in, I was freaking out so much that day like I tried to keep my cool <laughs> that's right. yeah. and that's how I was um, a couple of years ago uh, when I got the chance to go uh, go uh, backstage at the Grand Ole Opry I'm oh wow that, yeah that was and it was on my birthday so what? Uh, <laughs> Every single staff member at the Opry was was and is just absolutely second to none. I mean, uh, pretty much everywhere I, I went, they go. And I asked a staff member, they that they'd uh, they'd take time out of their their um, day to to uh, say hi and, and 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 ask if I was having a good time or whatever, you know. So I was like, if this is what what being a celebrity feels like. I could, I could probably get very, very used to it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so awesome. Yeah, that is definitely like a dream of mine is being able to perform at the Opry one day. So that's a goal. Oh, you'll get there. <laughs> There's absolutely not a doubt in my mind you'll get there. And oh, thank you. And 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 one of the main reasons why I started this podcast. Well, uh, uh, the main reason why I started this podcast. 
is to uh, help uh, up and coming artists like yourself uh uh um get your 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 uh, stories and your music out there you know yeah, no, I appreciate that. So thank you from all of us. I'm sure we all appreciate it so much. And and I feel like uh, if if uh, if this podcast can be a stepping stone uh, for an artist to to um, that next interview or that next gig or the next whatever it is, I feel like I'm more than doing my job as a host. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, um, before we talk about your music and a little bit about what what uh, coming up for you, as you alluded to a little bit ago, um, um, I did have a couple of uh, a fun get to know you type questions. If you're okay with that, yes, I would love that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, um, this one has always been been. A staple of the show since day one. So, uh, if you could go back and change one thing about your career so far, would you, and what would it be? Go back and did you say change one thing? Um, wow. So, I guess the one thing that I would change, I didn't really start pursuing music and being in the music industry until I took a break from singing altogether when I went to the University of Pittsburgh and I got my degrees in um, chemistry and I have some minors in like bioengineering, polymer engineering, and um, nuclear engineering. So I took a time off from singing to get all those degrees. I guess the one thing that I would probably change is um, not taking all that time off and moving to Nashville sooner. (laughs) Now, uh, how long have you been in Nashville? I've been in Nashville for a year now. Oh, nice. So, uh, so you're you're uh, kind of the a new kid on the block at this point. I am. So it's been a little bit over a year. Um, the first weekend that I moved down here from Pittsburgh, it was like the last weekend in October, and <laughs> it was super cold in Pittsburgh, and I was like, oh my gosh, at least in Nashville, it will be nice and warm, and the next weekend, I was going to the CMT um, Women of Country event, and I picked mm-hmm. up the cutest dress ever, because I was so excited, and I was like, in Nashville, it's so warm, and it's going to be great. Um, no, and it, was, it was frosted over, it was icy, it was freezing. I had to get an Uber to take me, because my car was frozen over, and I couldn't get in, <laughs> and I was just like, what is and I couldn't wear that dress because I was freezing. So I put on jeans and a sweater, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed right now." But I didn't know what else to do. So of course, I brought the cold with me from Pittsburgh, and that that was just poetic justice right there. <laughs> oh, those Tennessee winners! Yeah, you gotta love them. Uh, now I know you now, don't know uh, if it's going to be super warm or freezing cold. <laughs> exactly. Now I live in Tennessee myself. I live about about uh two and a half hours west of Nashville myself. And okay. and I have uh I have family that lives about uh, fifteen minutes outside of downtown. So I've been to Nashville many, many times in my life. That is like my absolute favorite city in this world. Yes. It's um it's honestly it's amazing. Um I mean Pittsburgh if you've ever been to Pittsburgh, I love Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh since I've moved around <laughs> a lot so much as a child I really consider Pittsburgh my hometown because it was the place where I was stayed in the longest. And um, I love that city 
so much. But Nashville is a totally different beast. It's just a bigger city, more like just like the things that are going on down here in Nashville, especially with music and country music and like specifically, it's just totally different than Pittsburgh. And like coming down here at first was such like a, a big shock. And um, we were traveling a lot for music when we first got down here. And so I wasn't really in Nashville, like, like national Nashville. So I wasn't able to like really explore all that much. And then COVID happened and, um, once that happened, obviously, so everyone could stay safe and healthy, um, we stayed and quarantined. And at that time, I was like, hmm, I'm staying in one place, but I can't go and see Nashville. I'm so close, but I can't go and explore all of it. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I've been making a trip, a trip back and forth to Nashville for probably the last, 20 plus years maybe so so i know that town pretty much like the like the the uh back of my hand Uh, but i'll tell you one thing that always surprises me every single time that i go to nashville uh, there's always something new to do or always something new to see every single time it never it never fails Yeah, no, there there always is, and there's new, there's just now, it just opened up, um, I think, two weeks ago, and I was there when it just opened across from the Predators Arena, Bridgestone Arena, there mm-hmm. is the new Fifth and Broadway, it's a shopping center, a food court, and it has every, it's so gorgeous, they even have, like, um, alcohol snow cones, <laughs> so I, I haven't tried them yet, because I was driving all of us there, so Next time, I'm having yeah. someone else drive me, and I'm going to try this. <laughs> awesome. I'll, I'll have to uh, check that out next time I'm there. If 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 we can kick this, this uh, COVID mess in the butt, you know? Yes. Yes, I'm hoping so. I'm, it seems that things are getting a little bit, hopefully, back to normal, um, slowly mm-hmm. but surely, to make sure everyone's staying safe and healthy. But I'm excited to, like, get back to normal. <laughs> I tell you what I miss uh most of all about about natural is I miss the music industry events because uh because I obviously I don't live in Nashville and and I've made made uh many, many friends in music over the years. And and that's pretty much the only time I get to see them is yeah. is events like award shows or uh just Luncheons or whatever, you know, it's uh, it's like family. Re- it's like like a a uh, family uh, reunion every time I get to see them. Yeah, that's what I miss yeah, most no. about Nashville at this point. Yeah, it is. It definitely even we saw it like at the Grammys this past weekend that it was mm-hmm. definitely different. It was um, totally different how everything was set up to keep everything distanced and all that, um, yeah. and there wasn't like as it was, like, as many people there and people being able to see each other. So, no, yeah, it's really rough um, not being able to see friends and family, too. Absolutely. And and speaking of the Grammys, can we talk about about uh, Mickey Gatton's performance? Oh, my gosh. I was so gosh. proud of her. I was so yes, beyond proud I'm of her. So, I'm so happy for her. I've met her very briefly at a CMG uh, Woman of Country event, and she sang at that event, and she is just 
honestly one of the nicest people. She has such just the kindest heart, and um, she treats everyone just so kindly with so much respect, and she's just an amazing woman and such a trailblazer, and that what I see online sometimes of people making comments like on, I don't know how she puts up with it. I don't know how she deals with it with such grace. And like, she's just, she, I don't know how she does it, but she is amazing. Her moment at the Grammys was amazing. And I can't wait to see everything that this future brings her. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, I have so much respect for Mickey and I've never even met her in person. And I just, I have so much respect for that woman. It's just not even funny. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, another question I had for you is, uh, I, I know you obviously said you, you uh, went to uh, college for uh, uh, chemistry and, and, and engineering and all that. And by the way, you're a very, very smart cookie. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. I just, I really like math and science, and I'm very passionate about it. Um, not simple math, though. Don't ask me to do any addition or subtraction or anything like that. That's <laughs> not the math that I'm good at. Like, that I am all at. But, um, that algebra, yeah, calculus is, like, my favorite. And, um, no, and I actually, I just had um, my calculus 2 professor at Pitt. Um, she really had such an impact on me, and, um really made me want to pursue even math a little bit further than I, I probably should, <laughs> than I probably would have without her. But no, I'm, I just love math and science. And um, I just think that any, like whenever I talk to girls, especially who are underrepresented in STEM and whenever I talk to anyone, um, I'm always like, you can, you have to do whatever makes you happy in life. And if that's mm-hmm. math and science, do it. If that's singing, do it because you don't. You just don't want to look back on your life um, when you're like 80 or 90 years old and be like, I should have, I should have t- taken that chance. I should have done that because there's a lot of people. When I was telling them this, this story where I was going to pit and I was doing research and I was working on graduate degree, and they were like, What are you doing in Nashville? Like, why did you give all that up to like possibly become a singer and write some songs? And who knows what will happen. And I was like, yeah, I have no idea what will happen, but being on stage singing and writing songs and having people listen and if it actually touches someone in a way that makes them, puts them in a better place or if it means something to them, that is so important to me and that's actually what makes me the happiest. So I I just had to take that leap and that's what I did. <laughs> that is awesome. And, and uh, so... If you weren't in the music industry, would you be doing something on the on the uh, biology side of things? Yeah, actually, I probably I would be probably doing some research when I was at I was doing research with um in the Department of Radiology for the University of Pittsburgh, and I was working on um, looking at um, mammograms and breast cancer research. So. I was doing um, some of that stuff there, and I probably would still be doing that. It's something that I was very passionate about, and I still am. Um, I still love science and math, and right now I actually am working um, because everything was so slow with COVID happening. I decided to take on like a little bit of a contract position at Vanderbilt, and I'm working with their mechanical engineering department as like a research coordinator. 
so a little bit like more hands off and just trying to help other researchers do their thing um, because I do miss that using that part of my brain as well. So yeah, I probably if I wasn't uh, doing any of the singing, I would probably be doing research full time and doing all the math and science that my little heart desired. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I tell you this much: you are are a much braver than I am because because. Uh, <laughs> Um, I majored in in psychology in college, and uh, mm-hmm. and and we uh, we uh, had to take had to take a a a stats class, uh, psychology three fifteen. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I had I had a headache every day after that class. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny because my I had to take a psychology class, too, and I loved it because it was so interesting, but it was always Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and it was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and for oh, some gosh. reason, at that point, I just needed a nap, so I was, like, honestly so exhausted, and if you, you can ask anybody, like, especially um, Chase, who is the guitar player in my band, and he's my best friend, um, you can ask. I am, like, such a Starbucks fiend and caffeine. I think it started, now that I'm looking back at it, in that psychology class because I needed all the <laughs> caffeine in the world to possibly stay awake during that class. It was even worse because okay. I had a Calc 3 class at 8 o'clock in the evening, and it was easier to stay awake during that class than it was a psychology class. I was like, this is so hard. Wow. <laughs> even 10 years, uh, even 10 years post-grad, that stats class uh, still haunts me. Even ten years post that, <laughs> it still haunts me. I know. <laughs> but, That's but so anyway, funny. Uh, so uh, I noticed you said something about about uh, music and songwriting being um, um, being something uh, that that if you didn't take the leap. Do you look back on uh, back on it uh, and 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 wonder why? So so that sort of leads me to uh, my next question for you. Uh, when everything's said and done with your career, thirty, forty years down the road, or uh, or whenever that might be, uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave on this industry? Oh, gosh, that is such a great question. <laughs> wow, I mean, like I was, I said previously, like, if I, I guess maybe trying to put into words, especially, like, songwriting is so important to me. It's sometimes, like, it's just as important as being on stage and singing because a song can really, really have an impact on someone. Like, Miranda Lambert's song, Tin Man, or Chloe mm-hmm. Pear's song, I Hope You're Happy Now, those songs had such, like, mean so much to me, at a, and they hit me at a time where I really needed to listen to them. And they impacted me in such a way that I hope that one day my songs can do that for someone. And if it's just one person listening to them being like, oh, my gosh, like, I understand. I'm so happy that somebody feels the same way that I'm feeling in this moment, and I know that I'm not alone. I know that I'm not alone and that it's going to be okay. And that's kind of like what I'm hoping for, especially because when I'm writing my songs, 
they come from like a very truthful and honest place. And it's so scary sometimes, but um, it's just how it is. Like, that's just how I write a song. And I can't write things that I don't know about because I just know that people will know that. Like, if you're going to sing about or write about something that you don't know about, people are going to know. They know that that's not what, that they don't understand. Like, they know that that's not what that song should be about and it's not truthful and it's not authentic to you. So I can never write a song that just hasn't impacted me in such a way. So I guess what I'm trying to say after all of that crazy rambling is I just hope that I can write songs that really touch people. And that's part of like the most important thing. And even performing on stage, if I can really touch people and make people feel that they're not alone and that they have someone um, that's super important to me. And I hope that's the impact that I can leave. Oh, uh, uh, after hearing uh, uh, some of your stuff, uh, I researched me this interview. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do that. I'll if if Yes has has has, has released music or whatever, you know, I'll I'll go on on Apple Music and and, and listen to everything that they that they put out. So I did that in 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 uh in a preparing for this interview and and I've gotta say, uh I think you're on the right track. Thank you. No, I appreciate that and it's so I haven't released music for a little while. Um when I came down here for this CMT program I when I was talking to Leslie and figuring out and talking to other people down here in Nashville like exactly what I wanted to say because when I was in Pittsburgh I was writing music on my own kind of by myself like I had no idea what I was doing and so I when I came down to Nashville I feel like I found my voice and I found who I was a little bit more so I kind of the stuff that's on Spotify I don't want to say that that's not who I am now but I've definitely evolved as an artist and a songwriter to the point where when I'm out playing shows that I don't usually play those older songs that I release. I play the songs that I'm going to release. And mm-hmm. we kind of have more of like a country rock vibe now. Like this song that we're I'm coming out with this crazy is definitely very country rocky. That's or as some people like to say country grunge. I don't know if that's a thing. If it's not a <laughs> thing, I'm making it a thing. But they call it country grunge, crunge, like <laughs> that's what they someone came up to me after a show once and they were like, No, we really like this country grunge sound and I was like Whoa, I've never heard of that before and I'm excited. <laughs> so yes, I love it. So um no, so definitely I am so appreciative of you saying that and I can't wait for you to hear the new stuff because definitely being down in Nashville, being able to co write with other artists who are light years ahead of me and learning from them and soaking up all the information from them like a little sponge, like it's been amazing. Uh and and another thing I love about about uh, today's country music is, like you said, the 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 uh, the uh, uh, blending of genres. Uh, like you call you you sound uh, uh, country grunge. <laughs> well, uh, uh, well, um, there's an artist, and I'll send you the song. Uh, who 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 uh, blends country and techno. Oh wow, that's so cool! And there's also another artist I'll sing you that song too. 
siblings country with 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 ADM, and it works. Wow. No, yeah, it's awesome. And what like I think why it works and what I love so much about country music is it's so honest. Like, the lyrics mm-hmm. are what the most important thing is. So the music underneath it and all that is just a side to what the lyrics are saying and what you're feeling. So I think that's why it works, because the most important thing is the lyrics and how honest and truthful and that story that we're trying to tell people. So, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. Good. That's so cool. I can't wait to listen to their songs. I'll send you those, too. And, and, and I've actually had those artists in the show, so I'm, I'm – I'm kind of friendly with them, so I'll, I'll, I'll send you those songs your way. Awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, um, last question I've got for you b- before we move into uh, what's uh, coming up for you. Uh, now I know okay. that that uh, pretty that uh, pretty much everybody these days is on social media. It seems yes. like <laughs> like you can't find anybody that's not on social media. So, uh, how has has social media affected your career this far? So, social media is a beast sometimes. You know, it's so – sometimes it's so draining. um, And (laughs) if you don't take a step back from it sometimes and, like, be able to take a breath, it's hard. But social media, for me, especially recently, has been amazing – because being able to reach out and talk to other artists and communicate possibly, especially now during this COVID time um, when you're not able to see them and being able to reach out and be like, Hey, do you want to write a song? Like I was on a radio program in Pittsburgh and I heard, I, I was listening to it and he was on the program before me. His name was Noah Talish. And I was like, huh, I really like the music that he's on. I looked him over on Instagram and I messaged him and I was like, Hey, like, I'm from Pittsburgh, too, and you're living down in Nashville. I'm living down in Nashville. Do you want to write a song together? And he's like, yeah. So we met for coffee just to make sure that we wouldn't kill each other, <laughs> that we're not murderers. <laughs> and then we decided that we weren't going to murder each other. And we wrote a song together and actually wrote two together now. And we um, hopefully he'll be coming with me to Pittsburgh at the end of April and um, do some shows together. And we wrote one song that's called Take Home Girl and one song that's called For the Dogs, and they're some of my favorite songs. And um, so in that way, social media has been great. And being able to celebrate other people's successes, um, I have a friend, Sarah Jones. Uh, I met her at a songwriting competition that was occurring and that we were both accepted into down here in Nashville called Songathon. And she has been writing with Priscilla Block and seeing the song, like seeing Priscilla take off, seeing Sarah take off, like her songwriting. I have always, like, obviously they've been great artists and songwriters before everything's been taken off. So being able to share and like see their success and like see it happening has been amazing and been inspiring really. So it's been awesome. And then TikTok though, I just got into TikTok and gosh, it is, it just sucks you in taking all those time to make those videos and then watching videos. So I guess right. finding and a good balance for social media. <laughs> and and can we talk about uh, TikTok for a second? I mean, I'm not on yes. TikTok, but uh, but I see, especially especially singers and songwriters, TikTok is just uh, making them just blow up. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's been great for, like, 
people who have been on TikTok have been using it, know how to use it. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I just like using it for the funny videos. But no, like Priscilla and um, there's a few other people. Totally, I they're on the tip of my tongue, but I totally for like blanking on their names. But yes, especially I think Priscilla is one of the biggest ones. Um, and the thing that was really cool is she was just totally just being herself and putting her music out on yeah. TikTok and just filming her life. And it's it was super awesome to watch it happen for her. And 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 some artist friends of mine, they're a deep, they're a uh, duo called uh, Tiger Lily. Um, they yes, just got that's, uh, that's you. Yeah, they just got uh, a record deal with uh, Monument Records recently uh, uh, because of TikTok. Oh, that is so awesome. That's so exciting. And, I mean, now, I don't understand it. I probably never will, but <laughs> uh, but more power to them, you know? <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's awesome. I don't understand it, and I'm on it, and I'm just making some funny videos from time to time. But I love watching people's <laughs> videos and seeing it, especially cat videos. I'm such a cat video person. I remember when right. I used to, like, go on YouTube and just watch cat videos or, like, wedding sales or stuff like that. I get sucked into the YouTube watching channel, so, yeah. <laughs> and this happens to me all the time. I, I go on YouTube for for a specific video, and I'll go down a a rabbit hole of watching more videos that have have, have nothing to do with with what I originally intended. No, a hundred percent. Me too. I totally understand. Yeah, that's a hundred percent what I do. It's bad. I mean, and then it's, suddenly it's, it's like three a.m. and you're like, I've been watching videos for eight hours. Like, where did the time go? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think we have a problem. Yes, we do. I think we do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, so, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, I, I know you said you have a brand new song coming out, and, and I know with uh, uh, COVID and the times we're living in, um, touring is sort of getting back, but it's not really fully back, if that makes any sense. Uh, so, uh, uh, besides, uh, besides the new single coming out, what's coming up for you next? So, yeah, we're... We are traveling um, a lot, like you said, a lot less because of everything that's going on. But we do have some shows next week. We are going to be at Southern Fields Brewing in Campbellton, Florida. So it is basically that Florida-Alabama line. Uh, we are playing in Florida in our hotels in Alabama. <laughs> and it's like just two minutes from from um, where we're playing. But we're excited because we're going to be able to play some shows play um play some original songs with some you know songs that we love as well and um so that's going on for us we're going to be back in Pittsburgh at the end of April because um we are releasing our new song at the end of April so I'm going to be back in Pittsburgh playing at some of my favorite venues and um celebrating the release of the song and like I feel like this is a song that I finally like I was saying like I finally found my voice and who I am as a songwriter, and I'm sure that we'll evolve, of like evolve as time goes on, as it does for everyone, because we do as people. But right now, I feel like in this moment, in this space, that this song really describes me as a songwriter and singer. So I'm excited for that. Uh, um, 
Have you gotten a chance to play out anywhere in Nashville? I have actually. Last night we were at the Live Oak, and we played a songwriters mm-hmm. round. And there, oh my gosh, it was called um, it's called Prime Time Six One Five is the round that we were playing. Mm-hmm. And there's so many amazing songwriters. Obviously, there's so many amazing songwriters in Nashville, but this round was out of this world. Like, they played in the round after us. Um, his name, oh, my gosh, I don't want to, like, butcher his name, so I'll, like, save it <laughs> on my Instagram, but he has a cut with Florida Georgia Line on their next album, and his song, Goner, it was so good. Like, all of it. I was, like, listening so intently. It was so amazing, but last night was so great being able to play out at the Live Oak. It was the first time playing there, and it was amazing. Like the stage, the sound, everyone who was there was so great and welcoming. Like someone came up to me afterwards to talk to me about my music. And honestly, that makes me the most excited when someone comes up and is super excited about what you're singing and wants to talk to you afterwards. And I was like, yay. So no, last night was so much fun and so cool. Awesome. Uh, as I said earlier, I've been to Nashville many, many times and and I'm trying to get out of doing the whole a Broadway scene because because uh, because I feel like as many times as I've been to Nashville, uh, a lot of people there um, consider me a local, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and and locals don't really um, go uh, down to Broadway unless they actually have to. <laughs> so, so I'm trying to get out of the whole. A Broadway scene, um, but I tell you one one thing, and and this is my absolute favorite place in Nashville. I love the 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 uh, uh, the listening room. Yes! Oh my gosh, that place is so amazing. I've been there to see shows. I haven't played yet. That is played there yet. That's one of the venues that are on my bucket list, like the listening room, the Opry, all that. Like mm-hmm. the listening room is a venue that's on my bucket list because of the writers that play there. Like they're am- amazing. They're like at that next level of songwriters and no, wow. that place is so amazing. And it just feels magical when you go there. It just feels so magical. I actually met Garth Brooks there one time. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Uh, I'll hear the story real quick. Uh, uh, I follow uh, the the uh, uh, listening room on social media, and they had uh, tweeted out, or, or they had actually uh, uh, put on Instagram that like, Garth was going to be playing. This was last June, and uh, and oddly enough, it was on on my aunt's birthday. Um, the aunt that lives in Nashville. Uh, so I called her up. I said, "Hey, uh-huh. I said, hey, uh, how do you feel about?" Uh, about uh, seeing Garth Brooks play the, play the uh, uh, listening room on your birthday, and first off, Garth never plays plays a small venues anymore. I mean, Garth yeah. playing small venue just just does not happen. <laughs> so right. so uh, so she said, as she said, yeah, and I got the tickets, uh, and the show was incredible. I mean, uh, Garth just just. Um, um, Garth was, was was just Garth, you know, uh, Garth being Garth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and after the show, uh, I'm sitting there talking to uh, my aunt and my uncle. It, it was me, my mom, uh, my aunt and my uncle that went, 
And uh, and mom comes up to me. She goes, hey, follow me. I'm like, wait, where are we going? Uh, somehow or other, she had talked her way backstage to the listening room. And 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 uh and Garth was like, Sure, uh 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 I'll bring him on back, I'd love to meet him. I'm like, You did what now? <laughs> so, that is so amazing. So I go back and by this point I'm freaking out. Totally just like like, like uh what is happening right now. <laughs> so uh uh, so I meet him, I shake his hand, and and we actually have a good little uh, uh, five or two minute conversation. But the thing that said to me about Garth, uh, uh, when I told him about what I did with the, uh, with the podcast, he goes, good. Um, we need uh, 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 people like you out there supporting independent artists. Uh, oh. I'm telling you. I, I'm telling you. Um, that was like God coming down and saying, son, you're doing something right. I, I was like, huh? That is so awesome. That's so exciting. And and I've met a few more uh, big-name artists, and they're all the same. I mean, I mean, and that's what I love about, about this industry as a whole, is they treat you like family. Yeah, no, since being down in Nashville, and this is something that I was so worried about moving from Pittsburgh, is Nashville is the place where country music is. Like, this is where the huge stars are. This is where the huge songwriters are. How am I, just this little person, like nobody, coming down to Nashville and expecting to make, like, a little, even a little ounce of an impact or being able to write with people? Like, people are probably going to think I'm crazy. But honestly... Everyone down here is like a family, no matter how big or how small, the sweetest yeah. people. And I've been, I have I haven't met anyone yet where it's been like, it's not like a competitive, like, oh, I need to be better than you type mentality. It's like, oh, you want to write a song together? Let's write a song. Let's lift each other up. Let's see what we can do to help each other out and be there for each yeah. other. Like you said, it's a family, and the support system has been amazing. Absolutely. And that's what I love about it. Uh, that's what I love about the town in and of itself. Like you said, um, there there uh, are no egos in Nashville. I mean, I mean there there uh, probably are, but I mean uh, it's not competitive at all, hardly. Yeah. No, it's it's like it's awesome, and it's really it's been really nice down here. Just like I said, I was really scared, <laughs> but <laughs> no, I'm like. <laughs> Don't be. <laughs> well, hey, listen, uh, uh, thank you again for doing this. This has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. I would, I like I said, I'm a talker, so I like talking to people, and I love talking to you. This has been great, and it's like you said, it has been so much fun. So whenever you need someone, you can always give me a call. <laughs> awesome. I'll take you up on that. And, uh, and, and, and I gotta tell you, Kelly, if there's ever anything I can do for you, whatever it is, I don't care whether it's uh, a promotion for this new song or or anything just outside the industry, just as a friend. I got you. 
thank you so much. And I will definitely take you up on all that. Like, I appreciate you so much, especially for saying that. And like I said, I cannot wait because I'll send you the song ahead of time so I can hear your thoughts on it and all that fun stuff. So you'll get like a cute little sneak peek ahead of time. So I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it and to hear what you think. And and I'll send you that music that, that, that I promised you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, um, I think I'm gonna, gonna, I'll let you go and let you get back to your evening. But, uh, but you've always got an open invitation back to the show anytime you want to come on. Let me know whenever you need someone. I'm here. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you later, Kelly. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. Well. I hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, the lovely Miss Kelly Jean. I just absolutely adore that girl just so much. Um, anyway, uh, before I get off here, I did want to uh, mention that that uh, that next Tuesday at uh, 4:30 Central, uh, we have a rescheduled Taylor Hughes interview from from like a month or so ago. So I think with that, I think I'm gonna. Um, in the episode right here. Uh, you've been listening to uh, with Asia's Murph. Thank you and goodbye.